Top of the top episode 215 Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just episodes, saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Podcast available on all streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor App, YouTube. Once again, subscribe, leave comments, reviews, put your people on. All greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank y'all for tuning in. This week, we got some new music to talk about. New music from Gunna, Killer Mike, Hit Boy, R&B artists as well, Kiana Letty, Ombre, Fabo. And we got some things to talk about in the NBA. The NBA season did come to a close last week, but I'll say that for later. Now, let's get to the new music. To start with new music, I'm going to start with Gunna, new project, A Gift and a Curse, 15 songs, no features. For Tidal, because I streamed with Tidal, the album wasn't available until Friday night. When I woke up, one, I didn't know Gunna was dropping the project. So I woke up, saw people posting Gunna artwork. I was like, oh, Gunna dropped the project. Because he did drop a song a couple weeks ago. So I was like, oh, okay, Gunna dropped the project. I'm going to check it out. A lot of things been going on in the world of Gunner within the past year, year and a half. I personally wanted to hear what he had to say. But on title, it wasn't available till Friday night. So I listened to it Saturday. And I saw some people from Apple uh, Music and Spotify, I'm not sure which one, saying the uh, album was Shadow Band, meaning they had to type in the full name, Gunner name, and the album title to even find the project. So I felt that was kind of weird. But me personally, I was interested to see what Gunner had to say because of the vibe of the one song he put out a couple weeks ago. So, like I said, within the past year or so with Gunner, Thug, the whole YSL uh, record label, a lot of things been transpiring. I'm not here to get into the what happened. And if y'all been tuning in, y'all been tuning in. So, this new Gunner project, 15 tracks, no features. And let's get right on into it. I love the way he started the project. It was a good – if it took – this to happen within the past year or so with the YSL Rico case for Gunner content to kind of basically mature, then so be it. Because I feel like with Drip Season 2, Drip Season 3, Drip a Drown, 1 and 2, he was on a good road, but before the Rico case happened, DS4, it was decent, but I think the whole push and pee narrative, it got kind of corny to a lot of people, so... For Gunner to come back, not so much designer talk. Like, you got designer talk in there, but uh, probably, I want to say, maybe 75 to 80% of this project just feels more mature. He got your tracks on there, the Rodeo Drive, the Cash Shit, the Fuck You Mean type records that I enjoyed, but I like that, yo, it's a more mature content, and the content he's discussing is the stuff we want to hear from, like, He's saying, yo, the people who throwing shots at me, they just the young guys on the team. We ain't helped put on yet. And he was saying some things. He's like, yo, I'm still doing it for Jeff. R.I.P. Lil' Kid. So from the outside looking in, just sticking with the music, it feels he's trying to tell the rest of the people in YSL, like, hey, y'all, let's be honest. Outside of Thug, I was right next behind him as in the hierarchy, I'll say, of artists on this label. Lil' Key was probably third, but he passed away shortly after the Rico case. 
So he's saying, y'all, and I'm on the side of, yo, until Thug come out some way, somehow, say something, then, you know, it is what it is. I know we got this internet thing going on with snitching and all that. Me personally, until Thug come out and say it, and Thug had plenty of time to say, yo, what Thug, what Gunner did, you know, whoop de whoop, so be it. But Thug hasn't said anything. The YSL Instagram page promoting Gunner. So I'll let y'all internet lawyers and all that handle that. But in terms of the music, this project, A Gift and a Curse, very, very well done. Gunner, he still got Turbo, his producer. I know there's things about him and Wheezy going back and forth. But he still got Turbo on this project, one of Gunner's go-to producers. So he still has the sound. That's one thing about Gunner's sound. I was like, okay, take away the design, the drip, all that talk. And when Gunner matured his content with his sound, and that's what we got on this project. Still got the wavy sounds, the vibey sounds. Like I said, you got the certain records he talking this shit on. But the gist of it, more mature content. Me personally, I enjoyed it. Gunner, job well done, and we'll see what the future holds. And I've been saying it for some time now, within the past year or so, Young Thug and Gunner Energy has been missed in music, especially around these parts. I mean, Lil Baby, we haven't really heard much from him after his last album. Of course, the whole thing with Migos, that situation. I just feel like the energy that Thug and Gunner, they started the year with, you know what I'm saying, before the Rico case with, however you want to call it, the Pushing P and all that. Thug was about to drop a new project. I think Gunner's probably about to come back with another project after that. But then the case happened. But, you know, we'll see in the future, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Everything pans out for Thug. I know Lucha's still locked down. We'll see. We'll see. But Gunner, I'm glad he did this. And I'm very, very happy about the content on this project. Next project, Killer Mike. Michael Project, 14 Records. Features, a great list of features. We got CeeLo Green, we got Mozzie, Young Thug, Black, Aaron Allen Kane, Jagged Edge, Andre 3000, Future, Ty Dollar Sign, Currency, 2 Chains, Cash Page, Blast, Fabo, LP, Thank You Good Sir, Executive Produced by No ID, Very, Very, once again, another project, mature content, mature content. One thing I'm glad about this project with Killer Mike, because I said it before, Killer Mike is one person who, if I were to go to like a seminar, hear somebody speak, Killer Mike on the top of my list. One, he can he the type you can have a conversation, a, a debate with, and at the end of the day, he just like, okay, we can either agree, we can agree to disagree. End of the day, we both may end up at the booty club having a drink, and laughing about whatever else we want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Just good old Southern hospitality when I uh, see Killer Mike on my Instagram page. Uh, of course, he's involved with politics as well, but for this project, he was saying, yo, it's been about 10, 10 12 years since my last solo project because he's been on the, uh, the run with his group, Run the Jewels, and that's a different audience than your typical, normal, you know, hip-hop fan base, especially Southern hip-hop fan base. So he was saying for him to come back, I want to say during the pandemic, he said, locking in with his cousin, they just doing freestyles here and there. And he said his cousin was like, yo, it's time for it's time for it. And uh, he linked in with No ID a year later into the process. And if you know No ID, mainly, if you're unfamiliar with him, he executive produced Jay-Z's 444 as well. You know what I'm saying? So 
hearing that on the Breakfast Club interview, I instantly went to go check out the project. Very, very great project. Very, very solid project. It's dope to see somebody from the South come up with a project like this at this time in 2023 as well. Adult, mature content that is easy on the ears as well. Production-wise, feature-wise, like you hear Currency, 2 Chains, Blast, CeeLo, Andre 3000, and Future on a record together. Very, very solid project. I saw a few people post, yo, this Killer Mike came out of nowhere. One of the best I've heard so far this year and everything. And you can say that because it's not many albums like this that's dropped this year. I just did my mid-year special. Not many projects in this lane that at our age, how we operate with working, with your family and everything, you need some mature content to go along with, you know what I'm saying, the summertime fun as well. And I'm glad, like I said, Killer Mike, end of the day, should he probably be at the Blue Flame or something with a celebration party. So, and it, like I said, if you haven't, check out his interview with The Breakfast Club, just the behind-the-scenes stories of this project, how his wife helped him along the way, his kids. It's a very, very mature content uh, album, but for somebody from the A, you know what I'm saying, around my way from the South, to drop an album like this in 2023, very, very satisfied as well. So we're gonna, and Killer Mike, mature content. Why not finish it up with some more mature content? Hit Boy and his father, Big Hit, dropped the project together. Hit Boy, once again, a producer I talk about a lot on the podcast. His dad just came home from serving time. Right when his dad came home, I feel like within the week, his dad dropped like four, four or five music videos. And with his son, Hit Boy, being one of the top producers in the game, what better way to come back home? You're getting the stamp from Snoop Dogg and everything. That's just dope to see, being that it's Father's Day weekend, last weekend as well. So shout out to all the dads out there. Keep doing your thing. Keep striving. Being great role models to your kids, whether it's your son, your daughter, whatever. Continue to be great men. So seeing this project, some more just mature content, but this also has some summertime fun songs on it as well. So if you haven't already, check out that Hit Boy and Big Hit Project as well. And like I said, a couple weeks ago, the mid-year special, Hit Boy as well, got the Benny Project coming out in August. So I always say, whatever music you like is projects dropping, you just got to have faith in these artists. Because if you would have told me two months ago, Tyler Gunner dropping a project, I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. I'm glad he didn't take the gloating route but to hear some mature Gunner content, it's like, whoa, I did not expect that. Coming off of pushing P, and now you're getting mature content. He's talking about what we want to hear, and he's throwing still, you know what I'm saying, some original Gunner-type type songs on the project. Yeah. Add that with Killer Mike. Add that with Hit Boy and his dad. And in terms of hip-hop new music, I'm satisfied. Now, R&B music, we got some new albums as well. I didn't get to all of these yet, but the one I did get to, Fabo, not Atlanta, not Bankhead Fabo. Shout out to the, the legend Bankhead Fabo, but the R&B artist Fabo, spelled P-H-A-B-O. New project, Don't Get Too Cozy. Great, great vibe. If you haven't, check out his last project, that's Soul Aquarius. Get familiar. Check out this Don't Get Too Cozy project. He got some records. He got some features. We got Aaron Ray on here. 
they make great music as well. Ombre, she's on here as well, and she dropped a new project also. So overall, 18 tracks, good R&B, Sunday, clean up, Saturday, commute, cruise, whatever, just a relaxed day, put some Fable on the background. Trust me, you won't be upset. Don't get too cozy. Check it out. Like I said, Ombre as well, she dropped a new project called Who's Loving You? Who's Loving You? Just five records. I think most of these songs already been out. No, part two. She got a part two to the Drake and Drive record she did on her last album, but only five records, about 16 minutes long. I did not know that. I thought it was a full like project, but it's only five songs. So check out that new Ombre, Who's Loving You? Kiana Letty. Kiana Letty dropped a new project, Grudges. I want to say this is her first project since 2020, if I'm not mistaken. We have 17 tracks on here. One feature, she had LMA on here as well, so I'm going to get to that because I do rock with Kiana Letty. The Ombre Project, like I said, only five songs, so I'm going to check that out. And the Fable Project, Don't Get Too Cozy. Don't Get Too Cozy. That's the main one in R&B world I knew I was going to listen to because he announced it a couple weeks ago on his Instagram, so I was ready for that. So in terms of new music, like I said, now halfway to the new year, we're getting more people dropping. Like I said, whatever's in your lane, whatever you want to check out, I say YouTube, search it. Just look around, see what's hot, see what's popping, different playlists, of course. But overall, new music, hip-hop and R&B over the weekend. I got some things I want to run back, some things I want to dive more into as well. Like I said, with the Killer Mike, the Gunner album. Overall, once again, I'm satisfied. Now to end this episode, back to the NBA. Last Monday, the Denver Nuggets defeated the Miami Heat in five to win their first NBA championship and they did it on their home floor, so it was great to see the fans, former players, be able to witness that. Jokic won series, finals MVP, I'm sorry. And during the celebration, the first thing he did was congratulate the Miami Heat players. During the entire celebration, he was with his daughter. He didn't put the shirt on. He just had his jersey. And it was tough to read. I mean, at the press conference, he was like, yo, I don't want to stay for the parade. <laughs> I just want to go home. He was like, basketball is not my main focus. It's just something I'm very good at. So not very eerie words, I'd say, but it was the notion on Twitter, at least. It's like, yo, are we sure we're going to get another 10 years from Jokic? I mean, he already won his first title. Clearly, he wants to go back home, spend time with his family. So that'd be interesting moving forward. I'll say the next, like I said, five to ten years to see where that goes. But he won finals MVP. Jamal Murray, very emotional, of course, for the past couple seasons. He's been hurt, questioning his future as a basketball player with injuries. And for him to come out, like I said, instead of people saying, yo, NBA bubble Murray, not gonna, they could just say Jamal Murray can ball, just not because he was in the bubble. And that was the main thing for him going into these playoffs, showing people, which I saw in the bubble, I can do that regular. You know what I'm saying? So big shout-outs to Jokic and Murray. They definitely led their team to a victory. The role players did their job. Aaron Gordon, Porter. Porter just seeing his struggles throughout the finals and then, like, still attempting shots, finding his way to the paint, finding his way to the free throw line, still not giving up on defense. It just goes to show that championship DNA, when it's in you, when your shot's not going down, you got to find another way to contribute to your team. Of course, coming off the bench, Brown, uh, Braun, 
so many players from that bench. Jeff Green, all the things he had to deal with, having open heart surgery early on in his career, now coming back, finally winning his championship. Ish Smith being bounced around from team to team every year of his career. Just Denver, just a feel-good story. Not a big-town market as well. Just an all-around good story. Their coach, he's been very uh, vocal throughout these playoffs as well with the media. So, Denver, you can't be upset. Very, very, uh, very, very uplifting story of how the league, you can still have homegrown talent. You can still draft players, keep coaches around, don't fire coaches, keep your core people that you draft, make some moves throughout the different years, and you'll see the results. And the Denver Nuggets is a great, great example of that as well. And congrats to the Miami Heat. Congrats to the Miami Heat. Now, they're in a situation this offseason where they can really shake some things up. I'm hearing Bradley Beal. I think they said Miami and Phoenix. At the time I recorded, Miami and Phoenix are at the top of the Bradley Beal list. And Bradley Beal, always a player people enjoy watching. He's a great player. It was just a situation just like Dame Lillard in Portland. Man, all this talent. Clearly your team is not putting the right pieces you have around you, so why not move to another team? But they just – Dame just been Portland and Bradley Beal been Washington. So now this offseason, both of those guys have the chance to move. I'm not sure they both can land in the same spot, but I think there was like if any team could, it might be Miami. It might be Miami. And I feel if you put Dame in Miami – they back at the top of the list in the East. If you put Bradley Bill in Miami, they still possibly could be on top of the East as well. So Miami can definitely make some things happen. Phoenix can make some things happen as well. Chris Paul, I think they're saying he's probably out of Phoenix by the time this offseason over with. I think they said for contract situations, something with the contract, but they're saying he might be on the move as well. Of course, the uh, NBA draft, coming up soon. So in terms of NBA offseason, I'm looking to see where Bradley Beal goes, if Dame Lillard goes anywhere. I'm thinking Kyrie is going to stay in Dallas. Chris Paul, they're saying Lakers. It is Chris Paul, but I would have felt much better if this would have happened years ago when David Stern blocked it. <laughs> but <laughs> I know it doesn't have the same effect as it would have then now, but if Chris Paul comes to the Lakers, I did say we need a ball handler and a point guard. So, I mean, who better than Chris Paul? But we still need to fill out that bench as well. But um, what else? John Morant has been suspended for the first 25 games. Adam Silver announced that after the finals. So, John Morant missing 25 games. I believe with those 25 games he's missing, he's not going to be able to get some of his contract bonuses, I think. I think I saw people talking about. So, that's the thing with – 25 because I'm sure he's missed more than 25 games a season with injury already but 25 he'll come back and once again all I can say at this point is hopefully he understands the severity of the situations that he's been put upon on his Instagrams and all that hopefully he just knows now man you can have it just don't flaunt it on the internet there's nothing wrong with having it you just don't gotta flaunt it bro Clearly, it's against the rule book. With the league that you play in, it's against the rule book for you to do that. So, just stop, bro. Just stop, play basketball, and realize the situation that you're in. You are your family's breadwinner. That's all I can say with Ja. That's all I can say. But 
We do have the draft coming up. That'll be interesting to see in the future and the next uh, so years with the number one draft pick. I don't have the uh, – he's international. I don't have his name in front of me, but he seems to be getting uh, drafted to the San Antonio Spurs. And with Pop in that system, if he's not ready, yes, he's seven foot three, something like that, but if he's not ready, I don't think Pop is going to put him in position to be, you know what I'm saying, on the court. So we'll see how that goes. And speaking of that, Pop, I heard a rumor that was like Atlanta may be trying to trade DeJounte Murray. I just heard that on the – a little bird told that in my ear, and I was like, I ain't heard that, but that's something to be on the lookout for. Because I know they were saying with Trey Young as well. So, a lot of things going on this NBA offseason. Once again, congrats to the Denver, uh, Denver Nuggets winning their first NBA championship in organization history, and they was able to do it in front of their home crowd. Jokic, finals MVP, too early for dynasty talk. Too early for dynasty talk. Relax. <laughs> Relax. They won one. Congrats. Too early for Dynasty Talk. But this has been episode 215, Stash House Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. Wish y'all go out. Have a great work week. Enjoy your summer. Spend time with your kids. Allow those kids to read some books over the summer. You know what I'm saying? Still keep it fresh on their mind. Uh, drink plenty of water. Enjoy yourself. Be aware of your surroundings. If you're traveling with your group, stay close to your group. If you're going solo, be aware. You know what I'm saying? Have a travel agent, whatever you need, somebody to show you around, whatever you need to if you're solo traveling. That comes with some risks as well. But, uh, yeah, keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Salute. <music>